Welcome to MarketScale Pro AV. I'm Sean Heath, and today I have an opportunity to have a conversation with Frank DeMartin, the Senior Vice President of Sales and Marketing for Unique USA Incorporated. Frank, how are you today? Great, Sean. How are you doing? I'm doing really well. Uh, I'm very excited to get to talk to you because I know you just got back from Interdrone, and I'm very jealous that I didn't get to go. How excited do you get when you get to go to industry events like that? Not necessarily from seeing what other companies are doing, but forgetting to reveal the great ideas that you guys come up with. How excited do you get? Well, you know, I really I, the, the thing that I, that I get excited about, and maybe because I'm involved in sales and marketing, is understanding uh, what the users are doing with our products and uh, what kind of applications they have. So uh, that's that's something that uh, we learned a lot about at Interdrone this year. And one of the areas that uh, that our end users uh, get involved with with uh, UAV is uh, is imaging. And, uh, and, and especially thermal imaging. So we have uh, many customers in the public safety uh, uh, area, and uh, they are using UAV or drones for just about everything uh, they do. And uh, the number of applications that they, they're using increase uh, every time we talk to them. Uh, but thermal is a big part, thermal imaging is a big part of uh, how they utilize uh, a UAV. Uh, from day to day. Now, not having had the privilege of going to Interdrone this year, I didn't get to see all of the new gadgets. I didn't get to see all the new technology. And now that it's over, I have a feeling you might be more at liberty to tell me about some of the new things that you rolled out. And you know that the thing I really want to know about is the E10T, right? Sure, absolutely. So we did announce our uh, new line of uh, uh, thermal imaging uh, camera payloads for our commercial uh, aircraft, and the E10T is uh, is that family of uh, uh, thermal imaging products. So we have introduced uh, a line of uh, basically two lines uh, with two different resolutions. Uh, what's exciting about the E10T is that we currently offer a thermal solution, which is um, which is a bit lower resolution. It's great for detecting. Uh, heat sources uh, uh, or objects, um, but uh, it's not so great at identification. And so we've introduced this new line of higher resolution thermal imaging, which not only detects, but will be, uh, allow the uh, pilot to identify uh, the object as well. So the higher resolution E10T we, comes in two resolutions. One is uh, 320 uh, by uh, 256. That's our mid-level, and then uh, we'll be introducing our uh, high-resolution high 640 by 512, um, and that is really the, the, the top of the, the, the ladder in terms of uh, thermal imaging these days, that technology. So uh, we're excited, and our, our customers are excited. Now, you mentioned earlier that you get to a charge out of seeing how customers are using your products and sort of the the new applications that they decide oh I can use this this way and that in turn when you hear those stories that helps you prepare the next iteration uh, you can say oh yeah we can use this that way oh well let's integrate this or let's add in this feature let's talk about some of the some of the I don't want to say some of the ideas, but some of the applications that have been brought to your attention with regard to 
just the importance and application of thermal imaging. I know for a fact that um, first responders and uh, uh, firefighters, specifically in wildlife areas, really benefit from the capabilities that thermal imaging can provide. Talk to me about some of the applications that you've heard of and some of the success stories that have come through this technology. Sure, absolutely. Um, uh, so, so yeah, there are a number of areas. You've mentioned a couple where thermal Im- imaging is being used by public safety uh, organizations. And um, search and rescue is certainly one of them. Uh, another use is also, and I'll talk a little bit about that, but also in, um, in law enforcement uh, and uh, in an active suspect uh, situations uh, or active shooter situations. So uh, we... Um, we uh, partnered. We, we have partnered with one agency in Las Vegas, in particular. That's Las Vegas uh, Metro Police Department. Uh, they're very active in the use of uh, of UAV in their uh, in their program. And in terms of uh, their uses, you know that, as with any big uh, city uh, police department, they uh, get involved in lots of lots of incidents. And uh, in particular, you know, in order to um, uh, improve the safety and, and keep their, their officers out of harm's way. They do use UAV uh, for active shooter uh, investigations. And often uh, they are uh, essentially, um, you know, it, it's either maybe in a barricade situation or uh, maybe they have an active shooter uh, in, uh, in a car or, or in, in some other location. They will uh, utilize uh, thermal imaging camera uh, and visual. And so one of the neat things about our product is that it has both a, a visual camera and a thermal camera in the same unit. And so uh, when you fly the drone, you can look, uh, you can look at either the, 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 the visual image or the thermal, and you can in fact also overlay them uh, or in picture in picture, you can look at both images. So very useful for, uh, for the officer to be able to, to check a, a suspect uh, check where they are, how they're positioned, and as I said, with the higher resolution, not only can you detect, but you can identify. Um, and uh, together with the with the visual, depending on lighting conditions, you can get uh, our visual camera. Actually, is a low light sensitivity, so uh, even in 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 uh, nighttime uh, situations, you can use the visual the visual as well as the thermal. So uh, it's a great combination. And what that does is allows officers to be able to see and assess the situation um, before they uh, uh, they interact. So that's uh, it's really important and improves uh, reduces risk and obviously improves safety for uh, for officers. Now another thing that. Uh capability that you have been able to develop is the ability to manage inspection details uh, for the avoiding prop strikes and and maintaining uh, drone security that's I think that's an aspect that really gets sort of overlooked a lot of times you know we're so focused on capturing the images that maybe we lose sight of metaphorically speaking of the environment around the drone that's capturing the images but you've been able to to mitigate that risk somewhat with the way you've developed the procedures to deploy these absolutely absolutely the the uh yes and and inspection is is another area where thermal imaging is uh is key 
Um, and, uh, and to your point, when you're inspecting, uh, you definitely need to, uh, to make sure that you're, you're not going to uh, have an issue with uh, running into the asset that you're inspecting. Um, so we do have ways to mitigate that. We have a sonar-based uh, obstacle avoidance system uh, that, that can be utilized during inspection. Uh, but, uh, but thermal, in, in fact, and with this higher resolution thermal, it does now open up uh, more application and inspection. So in the past, where maybe uh, with our lower resolution thermal, you could uh, detect, for example, hot spots on, on solar panels uh, or even electrical uh, uh, transmission lines. Uh, now we can not only uh, detect, but as I said before, really identify uh, much more accurately what is what is going on and what is the the problem or the the, the real source of uh, of this um, uh, thermal issue. So yeah, very very uh, strong applications and in inspection for this new product. So you get to see the growth of the application of UAVs, and you get to see different fields where the technology becomes useful. So without giving away too many secrets, where do you think the next big area is? Where are drones getting ready to assert um, a utility next? What do you think is the next theater for UAVs and this type of imaging? Well, it, uh, I guess it, from our perspective, what we see as, as a very exciting opportunity is in the uh, architecture, engineering, and construction uh, space, and um, and we we do see that as a as a huge growth area, um, and and you know part of that right now the the our vehicles are really I would call them semi autonomous. Um, they are autonomous, but but based on FAA regulations, um, they you know you must have a pilot in command, you must have a visual observer. So so there's a limit to what you can do there. But the really the future of this is, uh, of drones is all about uh, data collection in an autonomous fashion. And I think uh, you know in particular construction is going to really leverage this. Um, I mean there is um, by some you know estimates. Uh, as much as uh, 20% of, uh, of, uh, of project cost is is in is in waste, uh, whether that's unused material, whether that's um, um, you know uh, 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 a faulty uh, uh, implementation of design, et cetera. So th uh, that's an area we see as exciting. And then you know basically what it will be, you know, you'll set up if you, you're setting up a construction project and it's a two-year project, you would. Uh, you know, set a set a, a drone or two. Uh, you know, basically to be uh, stationed there, and it would it would base it would essentially be automatically um, set up to uh, survey uh, it with a number of different sensors, not just not just visual for photogrammetry, but also thermal and uh, and even lidar, uh, and and where it's where you would be constantly collecting data and using that data to evaluate the efficiency of the project. So that, that we see is incredibly exciting uh, for us. As drone technology becomes more complex and more autonomous, meaning you can create and program a flight plan, a behavior, 
and the drone will follow that to the letter. Do you find that that programmability might lead to some changes in the requirements or the regulations that the FAA puts on uh, operator sightlines? Oh, there's no question. Absolutely. And the FAA is already uh, investigating and has several working groups involved in BLVOS, so Beyond Line of Visual Sight, Visual Line of Sight, excuse me, BLVOS. Uh, right now, yes, you, according to the FAA regulations, uh, the vehicle must be within line of sight, visual line of sight. Uh, in the future, the regulations will be modified. Now, you can get waivers, of course, even currently, to, to bypass the visual line of sight rules. Uh, and, and many people are doing that, especially, you know, in public safety. But, uh, but ultimately, the rules would be changed that that would not require a waiver and uh, would be allowed. And so it's interesting you mentioned about the, uh, the automated mission and how they followed the letter of exactly how that's spelled out. What's interesting is, in some degree, that's what we're doing now. It is, um, it's like a recipe, right? Follow these instructions, do exactly this. What's, what's beginning to happen now is uh, we're introducing artificial intelligence, AI, to have these automated flights become more uh, intelligent. Let's say, for example, the drone is flying the same mission every day and collecting the same data. But uh, since the, the previous day, there's an obstacle that's been put, you know, maybe a crane has been moved into the area that the drone is unaware of. The drone needs to be able to sense that and, and change its mission. So that's the thing that I think is really going to be the most impactful, uh, uh, even you know beyond just this 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 BLVOS, this, this beyond visual uh, line of visual sight, is the the notion of having the drone be smart enough to make its own way and create a uh, an altered mission if necessary. You mentioned the large amount of waste in the construction industry, and one of the things that we haven't talked about is manpower. The uh, a construction site can be so large that you could waste so much time as a supervisor uh, just trying to, or as a foreman, trying to keep an eye on everything. It seems like such a logical progression to multiply the number of eyes that you have and spread those out so that would the the time saving not even talking about Absolutely. the increase in safety and, and, it, it's not and efficiency but just the, the time saving from travel time seems like it would be a no brainer exactly you would want to minimize that as much as you could basis, as quickly as possible uh, without going to the site uh, that's a huge huge uh, savings uh, time savings and efficiency improvement Well, let me ask you a question to wrap this up today. What's the last wow, thing that you saw um, your product used to do? Well, I, I think that just uh, surprised you. Know, we talk you. a lot in, in that had that you just had to take a moment ago. Oh, wow, that's a really and smart way to use it. I mentioned active suspect tracking, uh, you know, and 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 firefighting, search and rescue. But um, interestingly enough, in in law enforcement. Uh, uh, we had a, an agency in uh, actually Cecil County, Maryland, use our product uh, to obtain a warrant um, and, uh, and uh, retrieve 
stolen property. So uh, they had suspected uh, that a uh, uh, that uh, a group of, of uh, folks were, were stealing property and storing it uh, at a location. Uh, and uh, and so what they did is they um, they basically went to an adjacent property, flew the drone, took imagery of the stolen property, uh, provided those images to uh, to a court to a judge, and uh, they received a warrant. And then when they were able to go on the property and and uh, uh, you know confiscate or you know re- reclaim the, the stolen property, so I thought that was kind of an interesting use. Uh, of, of our UAV. Well, I want to go ahead and just go on record now as uh, inviting myself to come hang out with you guys at um, at the next conference next year. I, I'm just going to go ahead and say I'll, I just will come to Interdrone. Uh, I mean, I'll pay for my own ticket and stuff. I just want to come and hang out with you guys at the booth uh, next year. Does that sound fair? That's great. We'll give you a, a unique shirt and uh, we'll uh, we'll We'll get you selling. I like it. I like it a lot. Today, I've had the privilege of having a conversation with Frank DeMartin, the Senior Vice President of Sales and Marketing for Unique USA Incorporated. Frank, thanks so much for taking the time today. This was really cool. Sean, great to talk to you. Thank you for listening to this episode of our podcast. If you'd like to find out more or listen to previous episodes, go to marketscale.com slash industries. And if you have a chance, subscribe to the MarketScale publications for the latest articles, videos, and podcasts from your favorite industries.